Welcome to another episode of the Levity Floatcast. Today we sit down with Brandon Moon, creator of Hippie at Heart, also recognized as 2020's Best of Streetwear for the Pittsburgh City Paper. Sit back, relax, let's floatcast. Drum roll! Hello. Yeah. Look at that! Introducing the hippie with a gold heart, the interplanetary man with a man bun, Mr. Coming to a Theater Near You, Brandon Moon! That's probably the best intro I've ever had in my life. I I just have to say, I think I'm submitting my uh, resignation. I'm going to go realize my dream of being uh, an announcer with the UFC. Oh, man. Welcome, Brandon. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank Everybody you, tuning in to uh, the Flowcast. We are here live with Brandon Moon here at Levity. Um, Happy to be here. Right Thank you on, for having man. me. Oh, it's so good to see you. Troy, listen, man, you hustle like crazy. I leave you alone <laughs> for like from the time you come in to the time like you set up. I mean, well, we keep like switching things up to elevate and get better. So, you know, like, I'm... I love the saying, like, we're building the plane as we fly it, you know, yep. you got to, like, coin that, because it's just, it's true, and I mean, it's difficult, but it's rewarding as shit, I mean. I know, man, it's always great to look and just 2% better, or what can we do better? Right. Um, so, man, that's just one of the things that's uh, great that we get to do. We don't have anyone to answer to that we can just see how we're doing and improve and improve, man. But I got to share, listen, without you, dude, that's, you do hustle quite a bit. Thank you. Thank um, you. Well, I mean, I feel like we're doing something right. I feel like we can announce this. Um, you know, we got the first person to hit us up to be on the podcast yeah. through the Instagram. So there you go. That's that was, awesome. uh, that's cool. And we're about to hit a hundred followers. Nice. Right on. Bing, 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 bing. Go follow if you're not. <laughs> well, if you're looking, you're probably following. <laughs> right on. Well, as we sit here, man, Brandon, it's great to see you. It's it's been a wild 2020 as we were just chatting before Crazy. we went live. Crazy, man. Um, I think one of the neatest things is time of reflection and looking at your brand, man. You've been, talk to us about your clothing line. How did Hippie at Heart get started? So I was involved in a brand with someone back home briefly. It was just something I'd always wanted to do and like kind of got in it with him and it just, it wasn't really what I wanted, you know, to be a part of. And so I got out of that respectfully, like me and him are still cool and um, started my own and really had no idea what I was doing. And seven years later, I still feel like I have no idea what I'm doing most (laughs) of the time. So like, it's, it's really been a journey and I enjoy every second of it. Like I really am passionate about it. I really like look forward to doing it every day when I get out of bed and I'm just appreciative to, to have the people that are behind me and, you know, people like you too, just that have always supported for as long as I can remember. And it's just, it's crazy to kind of like wrap your head around like seven years. It seems like forever ago, but at the same time, I feel like I've still got so much more to do, you know? Yeah. Love that drive. Yeah. Was there um something about the first like clothing line that you were involved in that like was off putting that made you want to go in your own direction? Um, it, I think it was just, I wanted to do it by myself. Mm. I think I just, I, I didn't have as much say as I wanted to, cause it wasn't like my project that I started. Like it wasn't my passion. It was somebody else's. So like, it was just one of those things where I just, I knew that wasn't the way I wanted to go about it. And like looking back on it, I'm glad I did things the way that I did too, because like, it's easy to like start something and like get comfortable right from the get go mm. too. But like, I kind of knew that like that, that wasn't 
what I was trying to do. It just didn't feel right. You know what I mean? I just kind of trusted my gut instinct with it and just kind of ran with it too. And like, I thought about like starting this with other people and like, uh, to say I do it all by myself is like kind of a two sided thing. Cause like I have graphic designers and like people that help me with the website and this and that. But like at the end of the day, like I make the final decisions and that's just me. So like, I do love that. Like I love, like <laughs> nobody's telling me to get it done. Like if it doesn't get done, it's on me and it's a hundred percent my fault. So like, I love that. Honestly, that's the best motivated. feeling. Yeah. It is. I, I, love I think so. Like, yep. I mean, all the weight is on your shoulders, but you know, losing isn't that bad. I'm right. a big fan of Gary Vee. So yep. like, you know, yep. you learn to embrace it and then the wins are just like ecstasy. Yeah. Well, and it's like, it seems like you lose nine times, but that one win just feels that much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just, you just keep getting after it. And it's yeah. Like I'm the, on a losing streak right now. Yeah. That's all right. I can't that's, wait for the W. I was going to say 2020 was one of those years though, too. It was just like so much going on and it's just like, it's like one thing happens and another thing happens and this and that and the other. And well, it's off just like camera, you said that your 2020 was pretty good. Honestly, Tell us about that? I can't complain at all it was it was awesome um i got laid off from my full-time corporate america job in mm. early april um and at the time to be honest like i really wasn't even that upset about it like i kind of knew yeah. things were heading that direction and it wasn't looking real great and it happened and i just kind of like took it with a grain of salt and i said all right now let's focus on the clothing line let's work on that because this is really the first time i've ever had since i started the brand to be able to do it just just by itself like when i started it i was in college and so like mm. i kind of focused on that and like always had like three four side hustles and like this that and it's just like you know the full-time jobs one thing too because it's like hippie at heart like i hate to say it was on the back burner but like in reality like the job that pays your bills is the job that you have to put the most effort into so like it was you know realistically on the back burner so like not having it be that way right now has been the best part about this year honestly yeah, having that time to just look back and think of, man, seven years is, is a long time, is a significant time, as we were chatting about before, too, of, like, there's folks that will throw the towel in seven weeks yeah. when yep. things get difficult. So have you run into any hurdles, and how how did you overcome them? Yeah, definitely. Um, when I first started, to like, again, like, just not really knowing what I was doing and, like, I guess not researching the things that I needed to know enough and not learning enough at the time before I did them. Um, like, even the people I was using, like, screen printers and stuff, I was using people in L.A. when I started the brand, and it was great until, like, they don't get back to you and you call them three, four times and they don't pick up all week. And then they're like, Oh, we're behind. Well, you didn't tell me that when we started, everything was fine like a week ago. And, yeah. and it's going to cost you three, 400 bucks to ship all the stuff you just ordered to the other side of the country. So like that type of stuff too, oh, wow. like you just, you start figuring stuff out real quick and start making adjustments because like those little things add up at the end of the day, even if it's like an expense with like the website or an expense with like, you know, like PayPal or something or like whatever platform you're using, like it might only be a dollar or two for every transaction, but if you're selling however much stuff at the end of the year and it turns into, you know, thousands of dollars, it adds up and you don't want to make those mistakes too often, you know? Well, I think that's a great learning point. Is there a local, who do you use now? Yeah. I use public print house right on up in, um, I've heard it's great like things. Edgewood area. Yeah. yeah. No, they, they do a great job. Jules up there is really cool. He cranks the workout fast. He does a good job too. So like I've been rolling with them for, I don't know, it's probably about four, five years now too. I know we hit um, my 30th order with them last year. So yeah, he, nice. he's been a real ride or die guy. So I've appreciated the work that they've done for me here. So I actually just hit him up yesterday. We're gonna start cranking some stuff out here at the end of the month and 
get 2021 in gear here hopefully now too so nice started doing vintage clothes this year too so i've been kind of mm-hmm. like on a on a curation mission when it comes to that stuff just like trying to learn more about that and find out you know what i really like like not just mm. you know pittsburgh shirts like pittsburgh pirates Steelers, whatever type of stuff like old band shirts and just stuff that i have a lot of interest in in general like i want to sell like when i'm selling hippie at heart eclectic is what i call it that's the vintage line yeah right I, on. I want it to feel like you're shopping out of my closet like that's what i want yeah. i want you to feel like you're buying a piece of what i'm interested in you know what i mean as far as like the main line i guess we could say of your mm-hmm. brand are you only screen printing or are you doing like cut and sew like yeah wh- it's it's mostly screen print for the most part every now and then i'll do something like that it just kind of depends like every now and then i'll throw in like a jacket with embroidery or like different type of stuff like that the cut and sew is a little tricky too because like it's one thing if you're literally doing the cut and sew stitching and stuff like yourself and you're doing like one off mm-hmm. pieces. But like if you want to do cut and sew with a manufacturer, like if I were to call mm. somebody up in L.A., they're like, oh, you need to do 300 pieces. And I'm like, I, I'm not going to sell 300 <laughs> pieces like I'm going to sit on that for four years. So like I don't want to do that either. It's not to that point. And if it gets to that point, then I'll, I'll consider it. But like right now, it's just not there. So. Your designs are so interesting. I mean, I've thank you ever since wearing um, it's one of my favorite hoodies. I still wear it to this day. Stop. Stop watching the news. Yep. I, I've never gotten more compliments on a piece of clothing. Really? Than uh, that, that shirt. Yeah. And what made you take the turn to the vintage eclectic line because that's been more of a recent turn for you what led to that yeah well just like you said just started it this year um it was always something i kind of entertained and like i i got like in one ear telling myself like stay in your lane like focus on that but then at the other point it's kind of like you know you can never have too many irons in the fire if it's something that you like doing and like the Mm. vintage stuff was always something i was interested in like i always had like old band shirts and like my parents like they used to go to concerts together when they were like 16 17 and like i'll have two shirts from each concert because they went together and like i've always had like a cool collection of shirts yeah Yeah, just like stuff like that that just kind of like set a tone with me and like even um like I always, I always had a bunch of nine inch nails shirts because Trent Reznor, the lead singer of nine inch nails is from my hometown. And like my mom used to cut his hair when I was a little, or not his hair, his mom's hair, excuse me, used to cut his mom's hair when I was a little kid. So like I loved nine inch nails before I even listened to their music. Like I didn't even know who they were, but like, I just always had this thing for like their shirts and like crazy now too, like even some of the shirts that like my cousins were wearing when I was like a little kid that they were like riding dirt bikes in, getting covered in mud. They're selling for like 500 bucks on eBay right now. What's it's, the coolest shirt from like an older era that yeah, like your parents gave you that you own? Oh my, um, my parents had two of these two and one like is, is like the perfect size on me. And the other one, I beat it up pretty good and it's a little bit tighter. So I try not to wear it as much. It's a pure Prairie league raglan shirt. I don't know if you know Vince Gill, the country singer, he he was in a band called Pure Prairie League, and it was one of their shirts. And it's it's I just love the way the shirts feel. It's like they're both the same exact shirts, except one's just a little bit bigger mm-hmm. than the other. Like the same brand and stuff too, but the material's just perfect. Like it's not hot, <laughs> it just fits me right. Like it looks just like kind of raggedy, but it's also in pretty good shape. And it's just like it's like one of those pieces that I've always just like had a thing for. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm curious, like as like a fashion designer, like how big is your closet at home? Are you like spilling out? <laughs> Honestly, my closet itself is it's full, but like it's more just like 
piles of clothes like all around my room and like in my office and like I was in the process of moving this year so like all my stuff that was in my condo and was semi-organized is now like in a storage unit in my office in the closet in my office like it's just all over the place so yeah it's it's a mess it really is a mess and like I'm trying to get better with getting rid of clothes that I'm not wearing and like not getting attached to clothes like I'm a golfer so I have a ton of golf clothes too and it's like yo I've burnt that shirt out like I've worn it too much like get rid of it or like that type of stuff or it's like you just got two new ones now you got to pick two old ones to throw away you know like I just, it's so hard to do yeah and it drives me nuts too it's like even growing up when I was little like my mom was like a big like clearance rack shopper like she would go and find all these nice clothes that like weren't that expensive and just would like buy me all these clothes so I just always had like too many clothes like I appreciate her for doing that but at the same time like I always had so many and like I just I didn't wear all of them and like now I'm trying to be like more consistent with that like picking like 10 15 shirts that like I'm really into wearing and just like trying to limit it a little bit and just not be as excessive and I don't know I just I I hate clutter and my clothes are, is just the complete opposite. It's just clutter everywhere. So like it kind of drives me nuts too, but I, I do it to myself. So like it's my fault. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. It's just one of those things, but do you think how is not only thinking about creating, but now taking it into being a successful um, business and recognized as you know, best of, of 2020. Yeah, um, that was, that was cool. Too. How validating was that to you? I mean, it just it it feels good to have people behind me and people that have my back because at the end of the mm. day like it's my name attached to the brand but it's like people are buying the clothes you know it's that connection that i have with the people that buy the clothes like i try to be very personable when people order stuff too like i write notes in literally every order that i send out and like that's i awesome. send out like candy mm. bracelets to people because like i just want people to feel like they're a part of something and more importantly like know that i appreciate that they're buying stuff from me mm. you know what i mean it's like the best feeling ever is like you just said like you go somewhere and someone compliments you and then you come back and tell me and like to me i'm just like let's go let's get to work like let's get back on it like i'm going to my office i got more shit to get on the website like it just gets me gassed up and i love it like it's the best feeling in the world it doesn't ever get old you know it's just one of those things i really enjoy it i do how do you think creating that how do you think that has changed impacted your life creating that line um honestly like it's i don't i don't know what i would be doing in my spare time if Mm. it wasn't for that that's like i don't like i don't really watch tv much other than sports like i don't play video games like i probably haven't touched an <laughs> xbox controller in like five years and like you I can't know, do that. no offense to people that play video games like that's totally cool if you like doing that but like i don't know what i would be doing if it wasn't for the clothing line it's like i'm normally like sitting there on my laptop at night like looking mm. at stuff or like i'm working on whatever i can and like it's just something that that it's really given me like a perspective and a drive and it's just a motivation and like I get excited to do it like I think about it literally every day but it's a positive thing to think about like it's not it's not like something that's like narking my mind all the time you know what I mean it's Mm, like something that I like I want to put all that spare time and work into whenever I'm just like you know bulling around like not getting anything done I'm like Mm. you could be working like Mm. somebody's working harder than you Mm. like that's my thought that I run through my head all the time I'm like you're not doing enough. Like somebody's outworking you and I don't like that. So mm. keeps, keeps me going, but it's definitely, it's been a positive impact for sure. Definitely. So why did you go to the corporate world at all? So I went to school at Point Park for um, basically a business degree. It's called sports arts and entertainment management was the major, just a very unique um, 
major in itself mm. like point parks a, a very like liberal arts school too and they're known for that type of stuff shout out to like steve tanzilli ed travis area all those guys like really did a great job with that program and i just i love like the music industry and sports in general um i i like did some managing of like some artists while i was in school and like i just didn't really like the industry a whole lot like i thought i was going to it was different than what i thought it was going to be and at the time I was like, okay, like at least it's a business degree. Like I can kind of go out and do whatever. And I was actually like working one of my side hustles when that corporate America job that I had was offered to me and it was a sales job. And like, I've always done sales. Like I've worked retail, you know, done the clothing line. Like I had experience with sales and I like that drive of like doing sales. You know what I mean? It's kind of like my mind starts mm -hmm. working like clockwork, like when I'm doing that stuff. So I get excited about doing it so I could see myself doing it. And at that point, honestly, I had worked so many like side hustles and part-time jobs and it just like wasn't cutting it for me. Like my dad's a contractor. I was like digging sewer ditches for him. Mm. It was just like, mm. like mentally, like just a wreck. Like I, I had been out of college for two years and I'm like, I have this degree and I'm digging sewer lines. Like, what am I doing with my life? And it was just an opportunity to get out of that. And, you know, the money was good and it was a good job. And like, they're like, well, you're going to have to move to New England. At that point, I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to New England. You <laughs> know, like, are. I didn't want to go to New England, but that's just what the situation was. So I was, yeah. I was just going to go after it. And I did. And it is what it is. Like, I, I don't regret doing it one bit. Probably won't move back to New England again <laughs> in my life. A little too cold for me <laughs> up there. But in general, like, it was a good decision. And I'm glad I got that experience now, too. And I met a lot of good people and have a lot of good connections just from doing that. A lot of experience too, just like seeing a part of the country that I'd never had anything to do with in my life and just like all the traveling I did and just like it was it was a lot at the time, but yeah. it, it was definitely something that like I'm glad that I did, you know. Yeah, as a transplant, I mean, I feel like moving somewhere that you've never been, it just it opens you up you know, completely yeah, sure. to a whole new mindset, a whole new vibe. So, it, you know, it's nothing but a good thing. Right. Unless right. you make it a bad thing. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like I think about my time up in New England and like, I really struggled mentally while I was up there. One, just cause like it was cold and shitty all the time. And like, I was always on the road. Like I was never like at my condo. I was at my condo like six, seven days a week or six, seven days a month max so like was mm. never rarely there like living out of hotels like doing that kind of thing and like i enjoyed that part of it but it was also like when i came back like i didn't know anybody around you know what i mean like aside from just like random girls i met on tinder and stuff like that like i didn't have friends up there so mm. i found myself like coming back to pittsburgh a lot and like you know trying to travel on the weekends and just like not be around because i just like didn't want to be there mm -hmm. in general so like i don't know like i learned a lot from that experience and i'm definitely like happier with the situation right now and like being back around home this year and stuff too has really helped me just being around my friends like I got a really great group of friends that I roll around with too and like really didn't let the year stop us like we definitely probably did a little bit too much and like just had ourselves in 2020 <laughs> so like we've been having a good time all year so like we just really enjoyed it made the most out of it and I'm, I'm appreciative for like what this year was and like what the last three years were that led up to this too. Yeah, man. I, it, one thing that rings through with who you are is your love for community and that you bring such good positive energy to the communities you're a part of. Thank you. Um, but I got to ask, a lot of that runs hot. How do you balance? What mental... Well, you just shared up your time up in New England. There were some tough times yeah. and you had, had some struggles. What are some ways that you now balance the stress and kind of normal out? 
it's funny you ask that because honestly i was just thinking about it on the way here like i know like in your podcast you ask like what your level of stress is like i hate to say i'm even more than like a two or a three right now like, <laughs> i'm not stressed <laughs> out and like maybe i should be but like i'm not like i just mm. don't really feel a lot of pressure like this year was just one of those years where it just kind of like reaffirmed the way i think about myself and like what it's going to take for me to actually be happy and it's one like being around my friends or like being in like warm weather or like just mm. little things like that and there's like so many things that i did in the last two three years that i look back on now and i'm like that contributed to you not being happy and like certain things like that too but like in general when it comes to just like balancing like the clothing line and that type of stuff too like I, I really don't have a set schedule for myself. I like working when I want to work. Like I'll go in spurts where it's like I'm up every day at 5 a.m. and I'm getting after it and I got more work done in the last three hours before anybody else was up than anybody else in the county and I'm pumped about it. And then other times I'm like, I'm sleeping till eight or nine, but I'm going to be up at my office till like midnight because I feel like working at night and like I'm going to have a coffee at 10 o'clock and I shouldn't but I'm doing it anyways like, <laughs> like that type of stuff like I kind of go all over the place and like my mind works like that too so like that kind of helps me out like I don't have a nine to five and like I'm not much of a nine to five person like I never really have been and so that's another thing that like I, I think I'm more stressed out when I'm in that like nine to five type mm. scenario, even if it's not necessarily working that nine to five job, if it's just the structure, like I don't like too much structure. And like, that's one thing with corporate America that <laughs> yeah. I was just like, Ugh. like I, I made my own schedule too. So like, really I had it pretty good, mm. but at the same time, it's like, that Aries in me like I don't like being told what yeah I'm an Aries too <laughs> yeah right it's just that but yeah, I, I love structure though I hate the really? nine to five but like I'm similar to you like I wake up at five but I do that every day yeah. and it's like I follow the same thing wake see, up that's good work out. Like, that's healthy though too and like I've kind of been all over the place so like I I feel like I need structure again like i'm at that point now like after the last year where i'm like okay we need to get it in line it's like the gym it's like the really? gym opened back up the gym opened back up i've been there the last two days i'm like okay we're going back to the gym and like just came off christmas eating like a bunch of chocolate and like my sister's oh. birthday like been eating cake the last two days i'm like bro like you just started working out again why are you doing this to yourself like it's just little things like that cake but is good it cake is good and it's oakmont bakery cake man. oh it's my first experience with oakmont bakery cake and it was it was very good yes. worth it very worth it yeah but mm. no it's just that like little little things day by day too like you, you don't necessarily need to have your shit together all in one day or by the end of the week it's yeah. like it takes time yeah. you know if you want to do it the right way without like putting too much pressure on yourself too yeah day you're, by day yeah. you're absolutely like the most employable person as long as there's no structure like you could just <laughs> pretty much just get this shit taken care of Brandon. Like that's, it, that's why i've been doing so good working for myself right on year. absolutely <laughs> i think there's some people that are just built that way and yeah. man i'm so happy to get you in the tank Me too. Uh, before we before we get you in for your hour where are you at one to ten honestly um like i said probably like two three like let's let's go with three i mean there's right some on. stuff there's nothing like super stressful in my life right we'll now. edit like, it together pretty good say 23 so that way you just there we go. <laughs> you look <laughs> been a long day yeah, yeah. Oh. no i'm excited though like this is i think this is my fifth float yeah ever fourth or nice. fifth float yeah. so yeah and it's just I've, I've loved the experience before but again like going in with an open mind like not comparing it to like any other you know floats i've had in the past too like i, I love the 
the the experience in general and just doing it again like after not doing it in a long time yeah. like maybe i'll get something else out of it that i haven't before or maybe maybe i won't get anything out of it and it'll mm-hmm. just like you know kind of reaffirm the way i've been thinking you know like you just don't know what it's going to be like so yeah. I, I appreciate that too <sighs> it's going to be good don't go too deep yeah. no. <laughs> i, I kind of let go of deep, so <laughs> we are going to get brandon in the tank for an hour um tune back in we'll see how he is afterwards let's go Peace out, y'all. Right now, Brandon is enjoying his 60-minute float. Let's drop back in and see how he enjoyed his experience. I just, yeah, that's the thing. Golf's one of those things for me. Like, even, like, I played sports in high school. I played pretty much everything except for, like, soccer, I think. Mm -hmm. And... I loved sports in general, but I didn't have like a passion for any of them like I did for golf. Like I always just loved golf. Mm. And when I was in high school, um, we didn't have a golf team until we were in eighth grade and me and some of my friends played football at the time and we all decided we were going to petition to get a golf team and in ninth grade they gave us one so we all quit playing football and started golfing there was like four or five of us that all did that so like that was pretty cool too and they still have a team now and that was you know 10 plus years ago so like it's kind of cool to look back on it and see like what what's going on now too and they're pretty good they're a decent team too so that's Mm -hmm. cool nice but yeah now it's just it's one of those sports like my dad and my grandpa played when I was growing up. So like I, there's pictures of me with a golf club in my hand when I was like a year old, like, or, you know, whenever I was walking, I don't know how old I was, but like when I was very young. So like, it was just always one of those things that like, it wasn't, it wasn't pushed upon me either. Mm-hmm. Like my parents like didn't like make me go to the golf course or anything like that. But like, I just always loved it. You know, even like, I never really watched it on TV when I was young. Like now I'll watch it on TV. Yeah, but like yeah. I didn't, I didn't like it like that way, but like being out there and playing, I really enjoyed that. My dad, is a golf fanatic. Is he? He golfs every day. I love that. Um, <laughs> what is it about golf? As someone who says, obviously has this passion about it. Yeah. That, I mean, really, that's an awesome thing, man. We'll gloss over, but like you started that 10 years ago and helped spearhead that and how many people that were then given the opportunity to maybe get on a golf right. course. Yeah, for that, free too. And right. like golf's an expensive sport. So like that's why a right lot of on. people don't play. Like the equipment's expensive. Mm-hmm. Going out yeah. to play is expensive. But yeah, like to have it and be able to do it that way is cool. It's a know? major thing. And I mean, to mm-hmm. give, be able to give back to something you're passionate about in that arena is amazing. Yeah. What is it about that sport? Because it's fanatical. What is yeah. it about it? I, I love it so much because it doesn't matter how much you play. Like, you still kind of feel like you suck some days. Like, <laughs> some days you just go out and have the best round. And then the next day you go out and play and you just suck, man. You just have a yeah. hard day and you're just, like, out there, like, grinding to, like, like play shit golf. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just like that. Like you'll feel like you're getting good. And then like one thing will quit working while the other things like move in the good direction. It's just like hard to keep it balanced too. It's one of those things. Like you really have to play a lot though. Like if you want to be good, like you almost have to play every day. Like even like to be like a professional golfer or a golf pro up here, it's, it would be super difficult because there's like, you know, mm. five, six months out of the year when you're not really playing or if you mm. are like, it's cold, like it's difficult to yeah. play. So mm. that's, you know, it's just one of those things. Like if you really, really want to make something of it, you almost kind of need to live somewhere where it's warm most of the year, like 10,000 hour rule. Yeah. Yep. And it's just all of those variables of the mechanics of a golf swing. That's just so yeah. complex, but you then multiply it by, Hey, it's windy today. Right. Or it's windy for five minutes. Right. 
Well, and also too, like every club's a little bit different too. So like some mm. clubs are longer than others. And then like your short game versus like hitting an iron, like if you're 150 yards out, you're going to hit one type of club. But then when you get on the green, you have to putt and it's like a completely different stroke. Or like when you're chipping, like chipping to get up onto the green to putt, like that's completely different than like hitting your long, your long irons or your woods or whatever too. So like, like you said, there's just so much to it. And it's just very, very difficult. Like it's a hard game. You got to hit a little, little tiny ball a long way, <laughs> and you only got like so many strokes to do it in. So it's it's very difficult. But I love it. It's yeah. It's just it's fun. Go out with your boys too. It's like one of the only sports I can think of, like next to bowling, where there's like beer holders built into the equipment. <laughs> like people are out there like just ripping cigs and getting drunk. It's like I'm not doing that every time I'm golfing. But like you can do that if you want to do that. Like if that's what you want right. golf to be for you, it can be that. So it's just it's one of those sports. It's very funny. But man, it's great to settle back in, just have you here in the studio. How was your float? It was it was really great, honestly. It's it, just like every time I go in there, it's like a different experience than the last time. And like it's been a while since I've been in. It's probably been over a year since my last one too. So like I don't recall anything distinct about that one. But like I do remember, like I'd never like tried like lifting my arms up behind me when I'm laying, and like I tried doing that, and I just like like I had my hands on my chest for a while while I was in there too. And like there's just different levels of like the water, your your body like adjust to the water so like you're deeper in some positions than you are versus others too but like mm -hmm. as far as like just like a thought process in there too like i really you know wasn't thinking about anything mm -hmm. you know like productive wise as far as like like work and stuff like that too i was just trying to like remain here like remain like in that situation and enjoy that but also um not like put pressure on myself to like feel any type of way. Like I know mm -hmm. like you said, like not to expect anything when you're in there too. I think that makes a big difference. People get in there and probably like, you know, the first experience too, like even I remember I didn't wear earplugs the first time I went in yeah. and I was mm -hmm. like, I'll never do that again. Like, you, you, you really like, I won't tell you what you should do, mm -hmm. but like it yeah. would benefit you to wear earplugs mm -hmm. while you're in there. Mm -hmm. Cause like you get water in your ears and like it starts like, crystallizing yeah. yeah right yeah. it's really it's different so and that's the thing you don't want to make yourself uncomfortable in any type of way when you're mm -hmm. in there like you yeah. want to feel as good as you possibly can but like i love how the the water temperature too like it just feels like nothingness like mm. it just feels like even like my body just like feels hollow when i'm in there like i feel really really light and mm. just kind of like you're you know you're floating when you're in there, <laughs> but like, you really do like that's that's what it feels like there's just like this stillness and this nothingness to it and like certain times when you're in there you won't feel like you're moving and then all of a sudden like your arm will like bump the side or like yeah. your toe mm -hmm. will like touch the bottom you're like whoa like mm -hmm. i didn't even i didn't know my body was even moving at all so like that's cool too i enjoyed that yeah yeah it's it's just such a unique experience and to have you come through and like i said just perfect timing perfect yeah. timing with everything that's going on i needed that i really did too it's like even like i can like feel like tension that i had in my shoulders before that i didn't realize i had until i got out of there and it was gone and i was like okay like yeah like i just feel like more <laughs> relaxed and like more comfortable than I was. And like, yeah. I didn't realize I was uncomfortable before until mm. now that I'm out. I'm like, Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Like there's this is what I should be like feeling that. like. Yeah. Right. There's little things and it's, it's just euphoric, like that glow that you get mm. when you get out of there too. Like your skin just feels like tingly and you just, you feel some type of way. You feel like you're kind of like floating around on the Roomba on the carpet, like just like <laughs> <laughs> enjoying yourself, like not moving, but you're moving. Yeah. So this is your fifth or sixth float? Yeah, something like that. I think a handful of times. So what got you into it? Because most people that we've hosted 
haven't really done it before. Like, you yeah. know, it's still like a, a new thing. Yeah. Um, I believe I was like given the invite the original mm-hmm. time because like we were working on a collab. I don't know if, if everybody knows this, but like in 2017, we did a hippie at heart levity float collab mm-hmm. and made some sweatshirts. And that was the first experience that I ever had. And I had heard of them before, but like I had never been in one and never been experienced in one. And like you offered it up and I was like, yeah, I'll try it. And it yeah. was, I, I don't think I again, like really knew what to expect then. I feel like, you know, you say don't go in with expectations, but the first time, like there's definitely some type of expectation because oh, yeah. like you just don't know what you're getting yourself into too. But it's like, you know, you can go as deep or, you know, stay as like, you mm. know, I don't even know what the word is. Shallow. Like you can, yeah, right. I was going to say you can like keep yourself as alert or like be non-alert as you want while you're in there too. Like it's just one of those things, like whatever you feel like doing too. But it's, uh, it's just like very comfortable too. I feel like, for someone that hasn't done it before, not knowing what to expect to like, I would want people to know that it is very comfortable in Mm. there too. It's like, it just feels, it feels good in there. Like, I don't even think like, I don't have any issues with being claustrophobic, but even if you were, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's enough space in there that you don't really feel that way. Mm -hmm. I feel like that might be a misconception with it just in general, but now it's just, it is, it's, it's something different. It's definitely an experience. I'd recommend it to anybody that's into anything that could potentially make them feel better, you know, (laughs) right on just to feel better. Right. And it's as simple as that too. Like you don't necessarily need anything more than that. Just, it's something that like helps you out. It's like, you can't compare it to like, I don't think you can compare it to like a massage or something like that. Like it's two totally different things, but like, there's definitely benefits to it. Like I know people that would, you know, swear by it too. And like, there's a reason for it. Like it, it yeah. does make you feel like that. And I love that about it too. It's different. Very right. different. Definitely. Right yeah. So man, we were seven years now. A couple questions as we finish out, yeah. uh, wrap up. Looking back, what advice would you give to yourself seven years now when you started looking back? What would you give advice? I would say, don't hesitate just drop it in fourth gear and just keep shit moving because like mm. i think that's one of the biggest things i've i like hesitated on certain things and i was like oh i don't know if i should do this or do it like this and like my best advice to anybody like trying to start a business too is just start it like you have to put the work in and you have to make it go you don't have to know how to operate it necessarily but like you have to figure it out as you go like do it day by day like whatever you got to do to like get yourself into the position to you know sell what you're selling or like help people how you're trying to help people or like whatever it is that you're trying to get into you have to put that effort in you just got to work you got to make it work you got to figure it out as you go Mm. it's 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 just weird looking back on it too because like i wouldn't necessarily do too many things different but i just like i wish i would have been more confident in myself starting it when i started it if that makes sense. It's so, super valid. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I'm sure you know, you, you couldn't have been confident because it's like yeah. where you were. And yeah. that goes with what you're saying. Like you wouldn't right. change anything. Right. But yeah. No, it's one of those things like time and place. Like you don't, you don't know what you're getting yourself into, especially if it's, mm. if it's not something you're familiar with. Like I, I had, you know, familiarity with clothes, but like not the business itself too. And it's like, yeah. there's, there's things that you got to learn as you go. You know, you can't necessarily read a book or watch you know 50 hours worth of youtube videos and say oh i'm gonna Gotta go do with this yeah it's very hands-on yeah 100 percent. yeah so um like to ask every guest this while you were floating did you and share whatever you're comfortable with did mm-hmm. you work through any like significant problem or like go deep into any issue that you may be having you know i really didn't um i i think i like 
go into certain situations like this even too, or like, um, where I feel like I'm going to go deep. I'm like, okay, like relax, go deep. And it's like, I don't necessarily need to go deep for everything like that. It's like you, sometimes you feel like you should. And then other times it's like, no, like I'm just, I'm comfortable being where I am right now. And like, I just, yeah, there wasn't really anything in particular Mm -hmm. for this float that I was like thinking about or like kind of working out in my head or anything like that either. It's just kind of like happy being there and just like Mm -hmm. enjoying, enjoying that time, like relaxing. Like it's not very often where, I just sit still without my phone in my hand or like, you know, mm. short of like 15 minutes before I go to bed, before I pass out every night or something like that. Like to actually just lay like with nothingness and be quiet and like just the way your body feels in there though too. Like you can't compare that to like laying down on the couch. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So like you just get something extra out of that too. It's, it's weird though. Like when you get out of the tank too, like that seems to be like when it like really kind of like, kicks in you know it's mm-hmm. like you don't realize it until you get out and you stand up and you're like whoa okay you know, <laughs> yeah like that yeah it's just it's different it's not i don't think it um it it makes you know like i don't think it would make anybody feel any type of way like necessarily unless they wanted it to feel some type of way you know right like on. if there's something that they want to work out while they go in there or if there's something that's like on their mind and they're using that time in there to dissect it that's one thing but like you don't necessarily have to, you know, be thinking about anything while you're in there either. It can just kind of let your mind wander. And like, that's, that's what I try to do when I'm having certain experiences Mm -hmm. like that too. So like, I, I enjoy that type of stuff where it's like no expectations, just kind of let it run and see where it goes, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's one of the beautiful things about this is like the experience itself kind of dictates where you go. Yeah. Like where the trip goes, so to speak. Right. Mm. Totally. Yeah, no, that's the thing, too. It's like every experience is a little different. It's like, you know, for example, like if you're doing like psychedelics or something like that, too, it's kind of contingent on the atmosphere and like who you're around, what yeah. what type of environment you're into. And like so goes with that, too. It's like you kind of you bring everything into the tank with you versus like if you do something like that, you're you're kind of in a certain situation that's probably different every time from when you do it but like that yeah. like you're you're taking it in there and it's like you know what you're getting into it's before controlled. you get in it's very controlled right mm-hmm. no it's it's definitely a different experience every time i do it though right on man that's you, what i like yeah you went in with a 3 yeah a 3 the yeah. man went in with a 3 where are you at now um where are you at now feel like i like just got baptized <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd say I'm a, a, I'm that's a, a first. firm zero like i'm, I'm not stressed at all baptized about that's anything. a fl- can that be the title of this episode <laughs> baptized brandon's so. baptism best thing to compare it to yeah double no, b. i feel great honestly honestly that should be a shirt double yeah. b brandon's baptism <laughs> but no yeah you do it's just like it's like a clean slate it's like you come out like just feeling some type of way and i you can't get that from like a warm shower or the hot tub in my opinion. Cause like I enjoy getting in the hot tub or like a warm shower for like 30 minutes and it's just not the same thing. Right. Yeah. And those showers back there. Those showers are nice. <laughs> I actually, I, I bought a $50 rainfall shower head off of Amazon last year for my place. Cause I was like, I right want on. one of those. Like I love <laughs> but no, that one's awesome too. That's awesome, man. The, the ambiance in the room in there too is really good. You guys did Thank a great you. job setting Thank it up. You. I love the candles in there and I love the mirror, like with the lights around the mirror, you like walk into and you get out you're like, damn, 
<laughs> I, I look good. Yeah, it's like, oh man, like you feel some type of way. It's awesome. <laughs> oh man, it was such a pleasure having you come in. On thank you for being on the episode, man. It was for such sure. a pleasure. Thank you guys for having Where me. Where can people find you? Um, my Instagram, Taurus Look Up, T O U R I S T S Look Up. That's my personal um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, the Hippie at Heart. That's hippie with a Y. The website is thehippieatheart.com. Mm. Other than that, I mean, you don't want to see my LinkedIn, so. (laughs) (laughs) Troy, for the people. Stay up, stay positive. Yes. All right, we're out. I want to relax, relax, put my mind at ease. Good friends and good vibes, now that's all I need. When life hurts, come down and flow to levity. Let your problems wash away into serenity. Whoa.